Hello all and welcome to episode 20 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is Saturday, January 30th, 2016. I am your host, Brad Risto, at Outsider Brad on the social media machine known as Twitter. I am joined, of course, by Metal John. Hey, I'm Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Happy end of January, Brad. Happy end of January, um, uh, Metal. I just want to ask you a quick question. It's been a heck of a week, so what are some of the things you've been getting out to this week? Any seen any movies, any games, read anything interesting? Uh, I did go see The Finest Hours last night. How um, was that? And I saw Dirty Grandpa, which uh, <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk. I'll, I'll talk a minute about it both. Seems, so Finest Hours, I, I just kind of randomly went to go see it out of boardroom. Yeah. And I actually really liked it. I thought it was good. Really? It's a true story about a, a Coast Guard rescue in 1952. Um, yeah, I saw and then afterwards, like the credits is pretty cool. They show a lot of photos from, from the rescue and, and, and a lot of the characters, obviously, uh, from the movie, Chris Pines, Casey Affleck is in it. Uh, I thought it was a pretty, pretty cool adventure movie. I mean, when it comes down to those adventure rescue movies, they're good for like one watch maybe. Yeah. Cause after you've seen it once or twice, uh, you really well, don't get excited about it And anymore. you're not on the edge of your seat as everything's yeah. happening. But the pro- do you want to know the worst thing about um, adventure movies like this that are based on a true story? Whenever I'm watching them, I have to fight the urge not to look up the event on my phone and see how it panned out. Yeah. I, I'm like, I agree. Oh, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm a little too tense. I need to know, okay, do they pick it out? Oh, no. I'm the same way. I don't like to know, but if I happen to already know, that's not a big deal. Right. But what I do find myself doing a lot of is I see a movie like this and I immediately want to go online and do more research. Like yes. I want to like kind of, I want to learn more about it. You and and look- one, and this is one of those movies. So if you see it, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, I want to go find, I want to see like, did they ever pull the ship out of the water? Did this happen? You want to learn, happen? you want to learn know? the, and you want to learn um, how much was actually changed for Hollywood. What was um, a. Uh, you kind of you could kind of get that with some of these movies. Those too. little things that you yeah. you wanted because I love. Or somebody these just ones. dodges an, a, a barrel falling on their head or an explosion. Right. They leave the room like did that ten really seconds happen? before it happens. No, it didn't happen ten seconds before they happened. It happened like but three it hours afterwards. But, but we it just did happen to make it exciting. <laughs> right now, uh, Dirty Grandpa. Though, I, let me just tell you about this one, Brad. Yeah, hilarious. I. I will say this though, I was the only one laughing. Nobody else was really laughing in the movie, but I was. Were I was more like... laughing because Robert De Niro. This is so out of his element. He's yeah. just—he is dirty. He is a horny, perverted old man, and something unlike what Robert De Niro would normally play. Right. And Zac Efron, who I don't really care for, is a complete douchebag in this movie. So well, that's he's... why I think I loved and found this movie so funny because you got a guy that I already don't like playing a douchebag, and then you got a guy that's a great actor playing this perverted, dirty old man right. who I'm tr- anything is going to come out of his mouth, and just, it's awesome. Just you laughing in the theater by yourself. I can't remember the movie. I mean, you probably do. I mean, it was from the late 80s. I'm just the I'm a bad guy laughing in the movie theater with the hero. And I can't remember it. The Simpsons did an, a parody of it. I, oh, it's driving me nuts now. But basically, I just that's just what I remind, <laughs> imagine you just laughing out loud, and everyone's looking back and I'm like, "Boy, that guy's really obnoxious." Yeah. Just laughing out loud. Now, for me this week, um, a lot of beta tests for video games came out. One was for UFC Two, which I've been enjoying. It's not as um good as uh, the other one I've been doing, which is Tom Clancy's The Division, which is this weird kind of um, a hybrid between a third-person shooter and a massively multiplayer online game because you can do a bunch of missions and you can do them 
with other people, or you can just go do them on yourself by yourself. And this is obviously just the beta test. It's not the full game, but it is just really enjoyable to go online and uh, play a game like this. There was another game like this that came out last year, Destiny, but this is a Tom Clancy one, and it's basically based off the the entire story premise, because yes, it does have a story, um, is on Black Friday, terrorists put smallpox on a bunch of dollar bills. And right. obviously everyone is um, uh, just spending a bunch of dollar bills, so bunches of uh, smallpox gets out and uh, society falls within five days. But that's what I spent um, most of my week since Thursday doing is playing that game. And PlayStation Network just announced they're going to upload a bunch of free games for the month of February. I, so you I'm going to have to look into that. You see, um, I am, uh, have an Xbox. I have, don't have a PlayStation what? yet. I have an Xbox, but I will be getting a PlayStation when um, uh, Uncharted 4 comes out or when I just if I just decide to do it with my tax refund because I've done the preliminary work for my tax refund. I will be getting a refund, so I just might do it with that. But Boom. regardless, um, I plan on doing that. Xbox also puts out free games every month. But what we can talk about is another thing that happened this week. There were a bunch of movies, I mean, shows that came out. We have our usual list of suspects. We have Flash, Arrow. But first, we want to delve into the one that airs on Monday night, and that is Supergirl. Yeah, episode 11, Strange Visitor from Another Planet. Yeah, that one kind of gives away what happens in it, doesn't it? I mean, obviously, you already have two aliens that are kind of the heroes of this one. And they've been fighting um, aliens, but this one is just kind of on the nose for the entire series, isn't it? Yeah, and I really enjoyed the Mars flashback sequences where you kind of learned a little bit more about Man- Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And, you know, and where he came from. And obviously, uh, he's got his own villain to fight, and the White I, Martian. Yes, and can I just say, the senator was right. We need to build a dome around the entire planet and keep these illegal aliens out. I got a question for you, Brad. Speaking to the senator, why is it in this and like X? Because this reminded me of like X Men. So you got that Kelly. senator, that senator that wants to stop and put an end to all this. And my question is: Is where's the president? Why if is there's it an a- alien invasion, which an alien is. problem, clearly in two cities in this universe, Metropolis, and here with Supergirl, Coast City, I think. I can't yes. remember. Why is it the president saying, okay, we have an alien problem and not the ones that climb because. fences? We're talking about the ones that come from other planets. They come into our country. The, our why planet. don't they go mess with Europe or well, why don't act- they go to North Korea and well, act- go, go cause chaos in North Korea? Why do they Well, first of all, America? I need to say if you want to read a great comic book based on that, um, you need to read DC's Red Sun, which is basically the um, based on the whole idea that um, uh, Superman um, uh, lands on Earth 12 hours later. So instead of the middle of Kansas, he lands in the middle of Russia. Awesome. So it's basically him as uh, the Russian superhero. But regardless, that is a very good point. But he's in the president in league with the aliens because he's letting this um, illegal alien, alien Superman do whatever he wants. He's letting Superman go go off and fly and blow stuff up. I mean, did you see what Superman did to Metropolis? This man cannot be trusted. Cannot be trusted. What if he gets hopped up on the red kryptonite? Yeah. I've heard about what the red kryptonite does to these Kryptonians. I'm worried. So, speaking of aliens, yes. uh, jumping right to the end, the end scene, an imposter Supergirl. Yeah. We, um... Uh, I think I mean this has been kind of been hinted at um uh, um uh, throughout uh, the last few episodes, but now they pretty much give it out. 
there's an imposter supergirl out there and if you stayed for the previews i know you don't always stay for the previews nah. for the next episode spoil away brad but um basically um it, it's going to be supergirl versus supergirl and this supergirl has been brainwashed by maxwell lord and i was going to ask about max lord because we didn't really get anything in this episode with spygate with yes. max lord spygate <laughs> Well, Ooh. he's spying on Alex. Yes, I mean, he we didn't, was. And we, didn't he... get, we didn't get any new information. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he saw anything else. We also don't know what he's done with the information he has already. I think that's um, what we'll find out next episode. And obviously, he has his Supergirl clone doppelganger, Bizarro. Yeah. But th- this is going to be a good one because everyone always loves it when you're fighting the, the, the fighting the evil version of yourself. is such a great um, action trope, and I can't wait to see what happens. And now we also got another reveal in this episode, episode 11. Kara finally has a love interest outside of the whole Jimmy James thing. Well, I, th- I have a feeling that um, uh, our buddy um, uh, Wynn, I think he might be on his way out. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I, th- I think the um, uh, writers have said he isn't catching on. And he's I not likable. He's, n- he's not likable, and I think that's exactly what this was. They're like, Okay, he they just, just had those awkward moments where they didn't talk to each yeah, other. Really. He just he ha- just hasn't caught on, and this is my prediction that it was never their intention for him to be written out. But I just feel that like he's not catching on. We have to move on. Let's bring in this new guy. It'll be Cat's son. Boom, new um, Adam, new love triangle. And Adam move Foster. On. Yes, and, and I, speaking of Cat's son, so it was kind of a weird intro to him. All of a sudden, there's these random letters laying around. Kara finds. Mm-hmm. Kara responds, which is. Whoa, that's an invasion of yeah, privacy. Yeah, that's a, come on. Is she, I mean, how does how does Kara not get just fired? Well, I she mean, did, but she how did, did. But how did she talk herself out of it? Like, I know, like that's unlike the Kara character we know. Like I, the Kara at work is just the she's always on point. She's mm-hmm. always like head down, but you know she takes her orders. She takes getting yelled at, and then finally she talks back. To prevent herself from getting fired. When honestly, this was a great out for her. She yes. could be like, okay, I'm fired. I guess I'll go look for a job. And then she could just go be Supergirl. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, that is a total invasion of privacy. Kat was with fully within her um, uh, purview to fire her. And I would have done the same thing. I just wouldn't have been talked out of it. No, no, you're fired. No, no, you're fired. Get out. You're fired. Yeah. Security? You're fi- oh, whoa. Security just got beat up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Forgot about that thing that you're Supergirl. As I do my best, I guess, James Wood or Donald Trump. I have no idea what I was doing there. Yeah, that's all right. So another thing Walken. I want to tease coming up later on uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about possible Super Bowl movie ads. Since the Super yes. Bowl is coming up uh, in one week. One week and one day. Yep. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this was kind of a, um, a bog-standard Supergirl. It was kind of a um, – uh, I mean, it was nice to um, – uh, the, the the heady drama was, as you said, the introduction of Cat's son. Um, uh, the villain was obviously we now know that um, uh, Martian Manhunter has his own set of villains that he will um, be dealing with, but it was not but it was much of a um, a very big moment episode. How about yeah. that? Yeah, there wasn't like a, other than the Supergirl, evil Supergirl At showing the very up, and and that. Obviously, Which, next I, I'm hoping we get a little bit. I, I'm hoping we see more of this evil Supergirl's attitude because I want to know if, you know, Melissa, uh, who who plays who plays Kara slash Supergirl, is going to be playing basically a separate character 
and what her attitude's going to be like. Right. Kind of, you know, as as we're going to transition here into the Flash in a few minutes. Yeah. We kind of get that with the Flash characters, where what? a lot of the guys are, a lot of the actors are playing two different versions of themselves. Well, Earth too, obviously. So and I can't I'm just kind of curious to see Flash. how they're going to handle it with Supergirl mm-hmm. if it's going to be a different version. Of oh, herself. small small note as we um, do transition to the Flash. This was actually a small news story that um popped up on IGN a couple weeks ago when that the TV Critics Association. There are talks, inklings, of a possible crossover episode between Supergirl and the Flash. I like that. I do too. I think that would be a great um a little um a crossover episode, and obviously that's a double crossover crossover between two shows, and two networks. So I am looking forward to that. The only thing they have in common is the same production company. But so let f- yeah. So the Flash season two episode eleven, mm-hmm. the Reverse Flash returns, and this is, was a great episode. I mean, it to me it kind of seemed like, hey, you remember the Reverse Flash? Yeah, he was the bad guy from season one. Did we ever expect? Explain why the Reverse Flash doesn't like the Flash? Oh crap! I knew I forgot something. That's kind of what um a part of this episode felt like, because obviously we finally get to see the Reverse Flash, and he's captured, and he explains why he hates the Flash. It's yep. kind of a dumb motivation, but we at least get the explanation. Although I want to talk about one small scene that we'll get to later. But what were some of your thoughts on this episode, Metal? Well, speaking of the reverse flash, um, I love how they were trying to explain his coming back from the dead. Yes. And I actually had to write this down. So the reverse flash came from the future. Yes. Before he came back the first time. Yes. And perhaps was caught in the speed force, which served as a shelter from eliminating him from the timeline. Yes. That's how he's still alive. Yes. It's it's kind of confusing. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Basi- Wells. But basically, this is, um, uh, despite the fact he should be erased, he was protected because, oh, God, Back to the Future really screwed everything up with this kind of yeah. stuff, didn't it? Because it, um, he should have been erased completely, but yet somehow he's protected. He, it, It's a fixed, as um, they would say on Doctor Who, him going back in time at this point is a fixed point in history. It can't be undone. Yeah. No matter what you do. Just like Nora's death and Nora Allen's death. Fixed point in history. Cannot be undone. So another thought I had, you know, we we see this storyline with Jay and, you know, he's sick and him and Caitlin are looking for his what Earth, Doppelganger. Yeah, Earth One self or whatever. Counterpart. Yeah. So um he reveals that he found him, but he's hidden. And they find out that because of, you know, his DNA is going to be different from this guy, that he really can't save him. But here's here's the interesting note, is that his name is. on this world is Hunter Zolomon. Zolomon, yes. Who, this is the name of the third version of the Reverse Flash in the comics. Whose name is? Zoom! Zoom! Um, I think that so was... are you um, confused? Um, I think it might be a... Um, uh, I think... <laughs> I think this might be a feint. I think they're trying to trick us. I am going to stick with my original theory that Zoom is reverse Barry Allen. That is just my prediction. That's what I think, too. I thought that since Zoom showed up and he came from another planet, I keep thinking the whole time, I'm like, that's Barry Allen. That's... Well, Barry Allen from Earth 2. Yes, I am. I I mean, it's And by the way, do people on Earth 2 consider themselves Earth 2, or are they Earth 1, I and think, 
our world is Earth too. I think this. I think exactly that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. exactly. Yes. The answer is I, yes. I agree. I learned that when I took improv <laughs> classes. The answer is always yes. Yes. And yes, That's and you always First agree. Rule. Yes, and you never you never knock someone down for their idea. You just go. You roll with it. You yep. roll. Keep rolling. And you add to it. Yes, and yes, and. But I I I, I think <laughs> you're right. I think I'm a. Obviously, since the show is based in Earth One, we consider ourselves our Earth. Our, our Earth. Earth is Earth. You remember that episode of Futurama where they um <laughs> go to a parallel universe? Fine, you can be um crummy universe one. We'll be universe A, and I think that's basically what it's like. It's uh, just based on your perspective. It's a matter of perspective, but. <laughs> I want to tell you one of my favorite scenes in this entire episode. Wells tells um, Cisco to go to the time vault. Whatever. He's just in there. Turns around. Ah! Just the scream from oh, Cisco. Oh, yeah, his cheesy scream. Yes. <laughs> they, they cracked my ass up. <laughs> Cisco. Oh, Cisco. He's, He's kind of a tool, but I, I will say this. Here's a great thing about Cisco. He wears the best shirt. Yeah. I want Whoever picks out his wardrobe, they pick out the best T-shirts. If you're watching The Flash and you've never really taken notice, every episode, look at the shirt that Cisco's wearing. He's Cisco always Robo. wearing something that's nerdy. nerdy but funny at the same time. Do you want to know who should do something with um, The Flash? Loot Crate. Get yes. Cisco's T-shirt from this show episode. This episode, because I am a subscriber. You are an occasional subscriber to the Loot Crate. I just want a flashbox and one of them to be almost one of Cisco's shirts. I don't know which one it would be, but I'd still just want one like official Cisco Ramon shirt. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. But I will say that I was not a fan of Cisco using the by Felicia thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that that kind of annoyed me because i really feel like that the whole by felicia thing it it's getting overplayed right right now i mean it's it was great in friday and it's great to use it as a throwback reference to friday but i feel right. like it's becoming more and more and more of a common thing i even hear people like at, at my full-time job and at other places oh, by felicia Stop yeah. it. Just but more, stop it. But more importantly, Don't the, try to be funny. The heady drama of this episode was based on the fact that obviously the reverse flash returned and ostensibly Barry was able to stop him before he could do any damage. But because he stopped him, he screwed up the entire current timeline, almost possibly killing Cisco. So yeah. to um, uh, keep his friend, he had to let go of the reverse flash figuratively and literally and let him return to the future and get, be able to go back in time and kill his mother. Yep. He had to do it or else Cisco disappears. And it was kind of a powerful moment seeing him finally let go of that um uh, anger and hate towards the reverse flash. Yeah. So Arrow, Arrow. continues. Uh season And that's pretty season... much all you can say about this one right now. Yep. It just keeps Well, there's going some, there's some interesting moments in this this oh, yes, episode there was of Arrow. a very um, uh, important ep- uh, moment that I'm going to ask you about. Episode 11, AWOL was the name of the episode. Um we we get introduced to a new group of enemies. Uh we're used to Damian Dark and yes. the Ghost, but yes. now we get introduced to Shadow Spire being mm-hmm. run by uh, a lieutenant joiner? Yes. Lieutenant joiner. So we get introduced to this new group. I mean, one thing about this episode that I did 
like and kind of enjoy was taking a step back from some of our characters that are Ogie showing up. Like yes. there was no Damien Dark. Yeah. There was no ghost. Mm-hmm. The flashbacks were all Diggle, Diggle related. I like that. In the military stuff. There was no, you know, all right, where's Arrow at now? <laughs> where's Oliver I mean, at now? Oliver was I a, mean, Oliver was a bit player in this episode. Yeah. I mean, so I did like that. Um question still remains. We don't know who's in the grave. Right. We still, still don't know. Um Wheelchair Felicity uh, reminded me of Professor X the whole episode. Well, Wheelchair Felicity also reminded me of Oracle, who was also in a wheelchair. And I sort of liked the joke, well, Oracle was taken. I like that. Yeah, and let me ask you the first question, Brad, about this episode. Right. Who is hotter, Felicity or Goth Felicity? Ooh, I like Goth Felicity because she has that anti-establishment streak. You know going. what she reminded me of? She reminded me of Jessica Jones. Yeah, they, she kind of like just a real that, smart ass that like vibe going. Yeah, and then she got that whole dark black hair like mm-hmm. the. And I just sort of liked ooh. him, her, him, her showing Goth, him the picture. I want Goth Felicity to replace real Felicity for wheelchair Felicity. Now, is Felicity insane or not, though? Or is this was just was this just a writing mechanism? See, I think. Yeah, I think there's some mental problems with Felicity that's starting think, to come out. You think and, and it's I, be I don't more. know if it's related to the drugs they gave her, or I'm wondering if maybe she is supposed to be taking drugs and is off. I don't know either. Sort of like a bipolar thing. You see, like part you of me thinks pills. this was just a quick um uh, writing tool, but we'll find out in future episodes, obviously, because I think it was just a tool and. Okay, I suppose we have to get to the biggest part about this episode, don't we? Yes. Which is the death, or as I'm going to pose the question, the seeming death of Amanda Waller. Yeah, that was a, a pretty shocking that, moment. Yeah. What was great about that moment, it was right in the middle of the episode when you didn't really expect it. Yeah, it they just, didn't go st- straight to commercial. Was, they just came out of a this commercial Lieutenant break. Joyer shows up and just puts a bullet in her head right away just to send a message. And... Wow, he I, message received. Message received, but the, I suppose the real question is, is she really dead? Do you th- can they really kill off Amanda Waller? That's my I, question. I kind of have this feeling that they are. You think they killed and, her and, off? And I think the reason why they killed her off is just because of the whole movie universe, the whole Justice League, Suicide Squad thing. I think... I think that they want to take this TV series and keep it separate from all of that. Well, that, the problem, and with if that, they do that, they could kill off some of these characters that are in those movies. Problem with the, that theory is in the same universe that we're talking about the movie universe. There's a Flash who's completely different from our Flash, and they're obviously not going to be killing off our Barry Allen. I just uh, don't see that as a possibility, but maybe. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. I, I it's a tough it, decision. It, it, it's crazy me. because it uh, she is they, too they, big of a character the, the to Arrow, kill off. Is the, my feeling. Yeah, Arrow really did a good job when they kind of got into the whole Suicide Squad storyline mm-hmm. with the secret, you know, prison cells. You had the quick cameo of Harley Quinn. You had Deadshot, who is no longer around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and now you put in Amanda Waller, and apparently is no longer around. That's what I'm thinking. That they're just. Saying, you know what, we're going to do our own thing. You guys do your own thing in the movie universe. And the Flash oh, yeah. is doing the same thing. The Flash is, we're going to do our own thing. We got our own Flash. You guys take your Flash and go over there. Right. 
But, you know, I thought this was a good episode because... I really hope Amanda Waller isn't dead just oh, because yeah. it's a great character. Well, you know, the, I, who's playing her in the movie, by the way? Uh, Viola Davis. I don't think she's a big enough name that, that you could um, completely write her off as a possibility of showing up in future episodes, is my feeling. What if this unless, was a double? Unless... unless double. If this wasn't... Unless this Amanda Waller in, in the TV series wasn't is the daughter of the real Amanda Waller. That's a possibility. And, or, and Viola Davis could easily pass off as being that girl's mother. Yes, or that is very, very true. Or we just say... If they wanted to connect them. But if I don't they wanted they to will. connect them, they could just um, say she you was not... You can't connect them, though. You get two different dead shots. Yeah, I don't care. But what, they can have some kind of connection. I don't care. But they could also just say... She is Amanda Weller, and the one that just got her head, blow, her brains blown out over the wall was a decoy or just a, a fake. I mean, it's, it's secret agent stuff, but that is Arrow. It was a pretty good episode as they, um, uh... And another thing, too, wanted to add on to this is comicbook.com had an interesting piece. Coming up on episode six of Legends of Tomorrow, which is a couple weeks away. We're only two episodes in on Legends of Tomorrow. We're going to get a look at future Star City, and we're going to get a look at an older Arrow sporting that comic goatee, that gray goatee. Nice. Very throwback to Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. look of Arrow. So I know you're, me and you are probably not watching Legends of Tomorrow. It just doesn't appeal just, to me. It the only look thing that would make me watch it I will it flip is it on I... a little bit, but I think I'm going to tune in for that episode just because I want to see what the future Star City right. And it's going to have some crossover with Flash Arrow stuff. I don't know if we're going to see a future Barry Allen, but future Arrow is confirmed. Uh, so that's going to be cool to see Stephen Emil sporting yes. the big gray goatee, looking older. I, I'm looking forward to that. That's Me episode too. six. Remember that. Like okay. Four weeks away. As we um, close out this episode of the Hillcrest Duo, you and I are both sports fans. Coming up next week is the biggest uh, game in the sports calendar. It is the Super Bowl, but... Aside from the biggest football game of the year, it is also the biggest advertising day of the year. Most complex commercials are all aired, and obviously some movies will be doing some ads. What are some ones that you want to see that you know are coming or ones that you might want to be surprised by? Well, so I did some looking around because I I do like to know what movie ads to expect um, and to see what was officially announced and what's rumored. So Paramount is definitely going to advertise Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, which comes out in June right. during the game. So we'll probably see some new footage. Right, right. I'm I'm looking forward to that movie. And I, I did you like the first one? I thought it was okay. Okay? I thought it was great. I loved it. It was actually one of the few movies in 3D I enjoyed. You know, I guess it's hard for – I'm a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, so I have this these certain things I want, and – it's never going to live up to what it was in my head because when I was a child, I saw it when I was a child. So it's really hard for me. Because Which- here's my, my my quick thought on the turtles, though. So the movie, the original New- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies, um, those were were almost very they were darkish and yeah. and, and 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 especially and I, the original, the first yeah, one. and I and I enjoyed that, even though the cartoons are very colorful. But I thought the last Turtles movie and this one are more throwbacks to the cartoon. They're trying to be more colorful. Right. Well, because I... You know, not as dark and and, and evil, but just kind of colorful and a lot more jokes and a lot more laughter. And and I love 
I mean, I've always been a Michelangelo fan. I mean, yeah. he's always been my favorite turtle. Dur- and, ditto. And, and I just love his his sense of humor in these movies versus the older movies. I, I like I said, I I've also started reading the comics, so it's kind of rough hard for me. But speaking on things that from our childhood that I w- would want to see is, I'm very I'm a apprehensive about this movie coming out, but I want to see a Ghostbusters trailer. It's coming out in June, and we have not seen footage one yet. I will, I will tell you this: it's not on the list that I found. Well, you see but the, we'll, but you never know. There's you always some know. surprises. So, Fox has declined to say which movie spots it will air during the game and pregame. Mm-hmm. But Deadpool most likely will have something, along with X Men, Independence Day, and uh, Eddie the Eagle, which comes out February 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll probably see some some stuff from Fox. Disney and Universal are not saying anything about which titles they're going to promote. Ooh. However, Disney does have some upcoming releases like The Jungle Book, yeah, Captain I'm... America Silver War, yeah, Zootopia, that's... Alice Through the Looking Glass, Finding Dory, and of course, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah, um, let's... you got to think that something's going to be there. I am going to make a prediction. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And two, we're finally going to see the Captain America Civil War, and we're going to get like half a frame, a frame of Spider-Man Ooh. in the middle of the Super Bowl. That, I, that is I, my that prediction. Would be cool. That is I my prediction right here, I can see that. right now, January 30th, 2016, we will get our first glimpse of Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Grad, gla- Brad, I'm glad you made that prediction, because that's an Excellent prediction, and nothing is official. Nothing is official. But as we, if I'm out. a betting man, I'm assuming we're getting a Silver War trailer. Oh yeah, no I'm doubt. I'm assuming we're we're gonna we may not get a Rogue One Star Wars unless it's just a quick tease, like a quick like 15 second tease. The only because there's no footage. I don't think that they'll right. put out there. Well, actually, now you see now this that I thought more about the Civil War. Maybe we won't see Spider Man. We'll hear him though. Something like that, off, just a kind of off screen. Or somebody Maybe walks I, into a room and you see the web. Or a twip. Ooh. Twip is what the sound of Spider-Man makes when he makes some webs. If you read the comics, you know. But regardless, all right. So Warner has not bought any ad properly, but it's possible and very likely through that, back doors that a promotional partner could plug like Batman versus Superman. Right. Um, which, by the way, Batman versus Superman cereal in stores now. Did go you know buy that, your Superman cereal. I got, I got the Bu- Batman one. Go I'm going to go Superman. buy. I'm going to go buy another Batman one this weekend and a Superman one. But they're in stores now. I bought mine at Jewel, and they were not even by like the cereal. They were like on like a separate End display, cap. like kind of hidden over by the frozen food. Actually, is where I found. That's where mine. they hide the things. But you know what? This has been another great episode of um, the Hillcrest Deal. We're going to try and have a bit of an Oscars episode um, next week. Um, but right now, next Deadpool week, review coming up in a few weeks. Deadpool too. review coming up in a few weeks. We will both see that day one. Um, hour one. Well, probably I won't see it hour one, but I will see it Friday night. You have been listening to the Hillcrest Studio. Today is January 30th, 2016. This was episode 20. I am Brad Risto, Outsider Brad on Twitter. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter. Okay, thank you for stopping by, and we'll see you next week.